0: Bitcoin Roundtable, random musings and interviews about Bitcoin.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome. This is episode 47 of Bitcoin Roundtable. I'm your host, Aaron. Vincent and Libby, uh, they couldn't make it tonight, so it's just me. Uh, just kidding. Oh, I don't know.
0: I'm oh. bored. Oh, you're bored. Oh, okay. All so, right. Yeah. Okay, well, welcome back, everybody, to Bitcoin Roundtable. Um, We are pleased to be back here again, and um, we have a lot to talk about this week. Do we? Yes, we do. All you guys want to do is talk about Trump. We don't only want to talk about Trump, but you don't want to talk about him him at all. Well, I like Trump, so you guys don't, so, you know, it's best not to talk about him.
1: Yeah, Yeah, you like him. Well, I like a lot of what he's done. You know, I don't focus on the person and their their craziness. I, I just like some of his economic policy.
0: You, you think it's okay for the people in Finland to be uh, raking their forests? I don't know. I don't care. Uh, but we don't need to talk about Trump. Let's talk about Bitcoin. Holy oh. smokes. <whistles> You're surprised. No, because, you know, you, you've said it in the past and it's part of the correction, right? It's t- down $1,200 since the 18th, so in two days. That's uh, that's a significant drop. You you think that Bitcoin needs to be stabilized before it can be uh, you know fully adopted and accepted? The fact of the matter is, like we said, the buyers weren't there. Volume was
1: low last time, and uh, you know if people aren't buying, then it's going to keep dropping until it gets to a price where people start buying. What the final bottom price could be? Maybe. Two three grand, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of people talking two grand.
0: You know, but if there's no buyers there, then maybe it keeps falling. Wow, if it got down to two grand, I'd definitely go out and get me some.
2: Well, there you have it. Previous in the pudding.
0: It's called dollar-cost
1: averaging, right? If you put a little bit in every month, this month the amount I'm putting in is the same as last month, but I'm getting a lot more Bitcoin out of it. That's for sure. That's what the nice part about it Mm Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you believe in it. You know, I'm not going to preach at
0: the audience telling you to believe in it or not it's up to you a couple weeks ago we were talking about stock rising and dropping and the value of it you were talking about how the big players control it with bitcoin is are there people trying to drive down the price scare people to get out and then turn around and buy a bunch and price goes back up
1: oh sure well there's always vested interest out there right
0: it's a non-regulated market so i don't know my personal
1: feeling is very skeptical meaning that maybe People in power don't want Bitcoin to happen, so they come up with all sorts of tricks and ways to suppress it. At the end of the day, you you wait it out. If you believe in it, you ultimately believe that
0: it's going to take over, but the real issue is that, you know, it's going to take time. And that's sort of what we said from day one, right? This is a long-term game, and, um, you know, we haven't even hit the 2020 mark. Well, the happening, right? The happening will be big. Sure, you know, there's other people saying, you know, they don't feel that Bitcoin is going to become a
1: world currency. Right. Everyone's got their own opinion.
0: opinion. We're hodling. Yeah, if you want to follow Vince's opinion or Darren's opinion, you go right ahead. But this is strictly just our opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Or you
2: can call the door.
0: You can do whatever you want with your own, but I'm saying (laughs) I wouldn't sell it. How's your Ethereum doing? Mm. Well... It's following Bitcoin, Bitcoins. It's not, not sure. doing
2: very well. Right. I put $100 into it and now it's worth $44. Wow.
0: You've lost 60%. You've lost $60. Yeah.
2: Well, that's quite a lot for me.
0: Ripple's down.
1: That's why you didn't sell your car and buy Ethereum with it.
2: No, I did not sell my car. No, Ethereum. you don't
0: overdo it. You could buy a lot of uh, crypto with your car. <laughs>
2: It's
0: a lease vehicle, then. Oh, right! you can't sell it anyway.
2: (laughs) What's happening with the sun flares, Darren?
0: The sun flares? Well, apparently
1: NASA said there's reduced solar flare activity, and they are measuring a quite significant drop in, I think, infrared density or something like that. Okay, I'll
0: give. What does that mean to me? It means it's going to get cold. Real cold. Well, it's cold right now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, colder. I thought we were getting
1: consistently warmer. Long period of time. Oh. I don't know. Everyone's got their own little thing and depending on what you read, everything's different. But I'm kind of preparing for uh, increased cold.
2: Well, we had the hottest summer
0: record. Good thing the solar flares are reducing in activity. Why do we have four and five inches of snow and minus seventeen out, and it's the middle of November? I some, something's going on. Like, remember a couple of years ago, we were playing football outside of Christmas in our shorts. Think like, things are messed up. All right, Libby's got the answer to all of our questions. Oh, oh no! Why? No.
2: no Google does.
1: Google does.
2: NASA's probably a fairly reliable source, I would think.
1: It's, it's typical of life though, right? Yeah. You spend a big part of your life, you know, getting told something by somebody and then all of a sudden something completely different happens.
2: They were talking about that on CBC, you know, acid rain, how that was the big buzz in the 80s. Yeah. And, you know, obviously that's gone away. And now the ozone layer is rebuilding itself.
1: Holes in the ozone layer. Does anyone remember that? Any T- of our Z- listeners? Bryce, the way I heard it, you were going to get your ass fried off.
2: <laughs> well, it's still an issue.
1: It's not an issue. I'm still here.
2: Well, Fuck this Well, this is anecdotal, <laughs> but when I was talking to my dad in the summer, and he's a retired physician, not a dermatologist, I might add, but he does a lot of research, and he was saying that when he was training as a med student in the 70s, he never once saw an incidence of melanoma. And he said now uh, the, the incidences of it are, are so abundant. And he said there must be a reason why. Plastics. Was, well, sure, it could be plastics. Or, I mean, the ozone layer ah. is an obvious one because, you know, it's letting more radiation in and, and radiation causes mutations in the skin. But, you know,
1: my, my random reading, if I recall correctly, which may not be correct, but they said the ozone layer is thicker than ever now or something. That's not true. Mm-hmm. We'll have to research that.
2: Well, there's a hole, but it no, it's there's not. There's really a hole there. in
1: the ozone layer. It's all,
2: but what the issue with the ozone layer in the nineties is that it was it was like the size of Europe or something ridiculously big. But they never looked. I think was the issue. But when they looked and they realized there was a hole that big, they were like, oh crap. What about, about all the arrows? almost died of um, starvation.
1: What do you <laughs> it? Oxygen deprivation. So, um,
2: yeah, they got rid of CFCs and aerosols and blah, blah, blah. It's still there, but it's smaller. That's what they were saying. I mean, I
1: think it's pretty obvious to everyone that if you really want to get things cleaned up, got to go back to the way it was, you know? Get rid of the plastic shit. Go back to metal, you know, using metal ceramics for storage or glass. Yeah, you but know, you're never going to get rid of plastic. It's too cheap. No, yeah, well, I mean, what's your life worth? Well. What's a whale's life worth? Didn't you just tell me that today that they found a whale on the beach with like
0: 60 pounds of plastic yeah. in it? Yeah. Yeah, it's cheap until you start to add up the costs. Dead whale washed up, found in, in- Indonesia, had a thousand pieces of plastic in it. Nice. Yeah, uh, right. And so do pelicans and like, you know, all the all the creatures. 115 drinking cups. A pair of flip-flops, numerous bottles, bags, and other pieces of plastic were found within the stomach.
2: Yeah, right? Oh, poor thing.
0: Six kgs of plastic.
1: You have to get rid of the plastics. I mean, the human body absorbs plastics, right? Microplastics. And I thought, you know, I was kind of being safe from microplastics. And then I uh, discovered it's in your drinking water anyway, so you're all fucked. (laughs) yeah but to be honest with you people talk about cancer and and such and skin cancer as you live to libby and i i don't disagree you know the ozone layer being an issue and skin cancer coming from exposure to the sun the correlation is obviously very high my stupid non-physician side of me feels that Plastics. plastics play a part in that they give us all a greater proclivity and risk of getting cancer. It's a toxin that we have in our bodies. We all have plastics in our bodies and it's absorbed, And it doesn't. I think, break. into the fatty tissue and it doesn't leave you. It no, stays. That's so right. that it's kind of right. like mercury. It collects in your system and never leaves. Over time, your body gets more toxic and I think your risks of contracting cancer, you know, the level of allergy. I don't know what it's all about, but. You know, I guess allergies is kind of linked to the the fact that everyone's using antibacterial soaps and living such super clean lives, and the kids growing up in such super clean places that they don't have the exposure to natural germ. germs and dirt. Yep. that allows their immune system to build. Well, that's, there, there's a lot of truth to
0: that.
2: Truth Although to that. they were saying that if you own a dog, you are exposed to a huge amount of pathogens and the natural pathogens that are really good for you, not the ones, like, that you find in a toilet. That... Right. Yeah, didn't
1: we read a study somewhere? Like, kids that grow up with a dog, uh, there's a, a significant reduction in risk of them getting asthma. Or... Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. interesting. It's
2: dogs specifically. Because dogs are
1: so freaking dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's is
2: because- Okay.
1: There's like, they're linking mm. all kinds of crazy issues and sicknesses yeah. to gut bacteria or more... More specifically, lack of certain types of bacteria in the gut manifests itself as weird diseases and sicknesses that... We all need to be dirty by nature, right?
2: Well, medicine is becoming a lot more holistic, I think, because they're linking, you know, the gut flora to things like mental health now, which is fascinating. Yeah, I think before, you know, you had your gastroenterologist and your cardiologist and your urologist, but now I think they're realizing that it, you can't just treat yeah. one thing and think everything else is just going to function fine.
1: Then you got some wing-wing out on Facebook telling you to drink a six milliliters of lavender oil day or something.
0: <laughs> Good Christ. Yeah. Everybody's got a cure for it. Everything seems to be fucking falling apart.
1: There's a lot of unknowns but the biggest thing for me, in my personal opinion, trying to maintain some level of longevity in life, not get taken out easily, is reduce my exposure to plastics. Yeah. And that means I don't drink out of plastic cups. I don't, especially hot plastic. And I did learn, I think it was a couple years ago, uh, like a 12-year-old kid or something did a science experiment in the States, freeze water in the freezer. If you have it in plastic water
0: bottles, that water actually takes on some of the plastic in Yeah, so I always thought it was only heat. Lately. So it makes you wonder whether all those Tupperware containers you froze and yeah. freezer bags. We've we've made a huge reduction in
1: storing edibles in plastics. You know, in plastic, the softer the plastic is, yep. the worse, right? Yeah, the the greater leaching there is, right?
0: like to get more plastic in your food. It's extremely hard to do though. Oh, I've, I tried it. Yes. Decorative. I've tried to do it but like, you know, I thought even look at the kids' lunches, right? Like all those little tiny Ziploc plastic containers they have that hold their grapes, their crackers or their- I don't know
1: what you did when you were a kid, but for me, we had all all kinds of dinners, you know, that were frozen like uh, Oh yeah. my mother would make a big thing of shepherd's pie. Yeah. And then you would you know, be frozen so you cut yourself out, chip yourself out a chunk, throw it in the microwave, throw some saran wrap over it. My mom still does that. And you pull it out and the saran wraps like almost melted around. We didn't know any better, right? But like to me, if you can just get away from heating your food with plastic, I mean, that's a huge advantage, I think.
0: You know, countries are the two biggest contributors to the waste of plastics. America? No. No, I think probably... That's
1: a fairly generic question, though. Is there any more specific? Like, there might be a country that
0: uses more plastic, but recycles they more. They, yes, they do not... They waste more. India and China. It's actually Indonesia and China. Okay. China wastes so much. Of what they don't manage to recycle and use is, like, hundreds of thousands of tons that go pouring into the ocean. And they just
1: pour in. They're very quickly implementing policies real effective policies and plans to really start to combat that in a serious way though
0: we are so big right now on home delivery amazon buy something have it delivered right yeah it has to be packaged somewhere how do you even go about trying to eliminate plastic like w- without real alternatives to shipping to you know securing well, a cardboard. cardboard's
1: really starting to take over like
0: I would say 90% of the plastic
1: packaging out there is is already getting converted to cardboard and, Mm -hmm. you know, more so every day. I think as an example, there's more than one company out there. All of their plastic containers are now 100% made from recycled ocean plastic. Oh, cool. That's the
0: only stuff they'll put in there but still plastic.
2: Yeah. At least it's recycled. Uh, right.
0: It, it's all, yeah, they're, they're not paid, making but, more but of they're it. they're paying, but, like, I think four or even ten times
1: as much for this plastic as opposed to just getting plastic. That, that doesn't make me feel all that great. Well, it should because all that plastic out in the ocean, that's how you find the economic incentive
0: to go out there and get it So the solution to not using so much plastic is to start recycling the plastic we've already used? Well, I mean, to be honest
1: with you, you could probably use the recycled plastic for years of plastic production. There's so much out there. You know, and if it's ten times as expensive, you know, instead of using, say, ten units of plastic per product, you start finding a way where you only use two units of plastic per product and then something else. Right. You know, because the plastics become so expensive, that's a way to start getting the ocean cleaned up, getting people out there with an economic incentive to go out there and get the plastic that's polluting out there, you know, and slowly start moving away from it. I mean, there's no other way, really. There doesn't seem to be. and in- They're slowly starting to bring in laws to combat that, and that's how you got to go about it. You yeah. know, it's, it's starting with the grocery bags, right? You know, for example, you know, you want to buy two AA batteries and it's all wrapped around in this hard-ass plastic it's impossible to open. Come up with better solutions. The next generation is coming and what's going to happen is you're not going to be allowed to sell product in hard plastic unless you probably have a extremely good argument to do so. I'll think of like those thin little cigar tubes. Make them, you know, you can put five batteries in there. Maybe put a little cardboard between each battery. Right. Find a way. It, it can be done. Yes. So, you know, you don't have all this plastic so you can display your product that nobody gives a fuck about because it's, it's a battery, right? Mm-hmm. If it says Duracell on the container, then it's a Duracell battery. I don't need to see the battery. I know it's in there. And sure, you know, but the issue is... Why would Duracell change their packaging? So, And then you have Energizer or whatever, still has plastic. Yeah. And because they still have plastic, maybe 2% more of the buyers will buy that product. So right. it's a marketing decision. They're using plastic because it's economically better for them to do so. Mm-hmm. So what you have to do is basically say no plastic and no matter who's selling the batteries... So that there's no economic
0: advantage
1: for one or the other,
0: right? Yes. Yeah, you need to equal the playing field. Maybe technology will come a little bit further with plastics. Maybe what we were able to house today in plastic, we'll be able to do using half the amount of plastic down the road. Why the fuck you even it's legal to sell water bottles to me it's, it's oh I completely, completely agree I agree with you on that one completely yeah the, the bottle of water is about the dumbest thing in the world and I think the person who brags about the bottle of water being ninety nine is about the dumbest thing in the world as well because once again proves the point that you need government to prevent people
1: from doing stupid shit because water bottles are an economic boom right it's ridiculous there was
0: 122 water bottles in that whale stomach
1: There are companies that are literally working on it right now. Yeah, there's one that I think it's already out there, basically just collecting crap. And we need it. And the nice thing is, you know, if he gets back and pulls out, I don't know, 20 tons of plastic, maybe he can sell special plastic that manufacturers would want to use because then they can tell people that the plastic in our product comes 100% from recycled plastic directly out of the ocean. You know, and people people support that. It's it's you know, it's an obvious thing.
0: Here according to Greenpeace, uh, of the two hundred and sixty million tons of plastic the world produces each year, ten percent ends up in the ocean.
1: So wow. Why, so why the hell you need to produce more? You can pull it all out of the ocean. Incredible. Cut down your plastic needs
0: down to 20% from what you used to have and then use it all, use it all recycled. No, we're talking about plastics, it's a subject that we both feel very strongly is... Uh, I feel very strongly about that. Thing. And we'd like
1: to come back. <coughs> I correlate cancer to plastic. It's probably wrong, It's but it's, it's
0: just my opinion on us.
2: I think it's going to be one of those things in like 100 years time, the historians are going to look back.
0: And say so that's what took wow. out that civilization. Wow. Yeah.
2: So silly.
0: Oh yeah, there'll probably be a lot of things like that. I had a conversation about a year ago with my youngest daughter. I told her that you know, when at all possible, when you're getting up to get a drink, get a glass because it's so easy for them to grab plastic. We got lots of them around for outside, and I remember she was, she was well, what if I break the glass, right? And I'm like, I don't care. We do, we do try to eliminate as much as we can of plastics, but
2: it's hard with young kids, though.
0: It's oh, it's it's hard for people like, in general, plastic, right?
2: Perhaps they're all plastic.
0: Everything you have comes in plastics. Yeah. Your juice, your milk, your yogurt, everything in your fridge is in plastic. Everything well, maybe eat... we
1: should start a new company and come up with like aluminum sippy cups for kids.
2: Well, there are some, but they're well, really shit.
0: Yeah, and it's the price. They're shit and because... they're, they're
2: expensive. Most of them have plastic components.
0: Right, seals and such.
2: Yeah. Like, I've got a couple of expensive ones, and they do not work very well. Walmart has, it's like a $10 dollar part well, aluminium or whatever doesn't really matter but the, the plastic top is so bad that now I've broken two of the plastic tops. Mm. It lasts like a month.
0: What about the corrugated stuff? Still consider it plastic?
2: What's corrugated stuff?
0: That's cardboard isn't it? Chocolate what milk like comes in it. Pardon me?
2: Like a tetra pack? Okay yeah. I think some of them have plastic within them but they're... Well they're, they're plastic lined there. aren't they? Some of them are, but I think you can recycle it within the paper recycling, so I don't know how that works. Right. I don't know the science behind it. I mean, I've heard that, you know, Starbucks cups and Tetra packs do have plastic within them. Mm -hmm. Because in the UK, you can't recycle them, but you can hear whether they're just pretending and they just dump them anyway, I don't know. Yeah.
1: A lot of recycling is more feel-good than yeah realistically yeah, it's recycled
2: i love the fact they take compost now because that reduces our waste by about a third
0: they take your compost at the end of your driveway yeah oh do they yeah, yeah see we don't have that
2: really no we've had it for ages here. no we
0: don't have that yeah well you live in yuppie wasaga beach <laughs>
2: yuppie. yuppie wasaga beach
1: <laughs> i mean one of the most interesting things is though like a lot of the municipal sewage Systems like still quite a few that dump directly into lakes and rivers. Yep.
2: I grew up in Cornwall in the UK, and the, I grew up with the whole SAS, which is the Services Against Sewage campaign. I don't know if you heard about it, but right by the beach near where we grew up. There was like a massive sewage outlet.
1: Yeah, it's crazy, right?
2: Yeah, they the pipes come out like two miles out.
0: But you're still dumping sewage. So they just don't do it visibly now.
2: <laughs> it's not right on the beach
0: now. Oh yeah, so I know we can yeah. not see it. It was oh, when we were growing up. That's bigger than. them.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but you know, like issues like that are... I find them
1: most interesting because they're overlooked so easily. Yeah, it's so huge. I was watching a documentary, I think, and they are talking about New York City sewage and how they they basically stopped polluting, I think it was Hudson River, I don't know. It was raw sewage going out the door. And they completely changed it. Yeah. And now,
0: it, it's all uh, turned into manure. What? Why isn't that being done everywhere? Like, I imagine it's a huge oh, cost. Oh, fuck. And we, yeah, well, come on. You're talking some third world countries. No, I'm ever... talking England. I'm talking Canada. I don't think we're still in Canada dumping our raw sewage into our lakes. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. What? course we are it's and then gorgeous. you
1: know you can't go swimming in a, on a beach in toronto because the e-coli yeah you know even up here in georgian bay
2: oh, that, was old that was yeah where do,
1: you, where do you think that comes from that's from human shit <laughs> just getting dumped directly into a lake like where's it gonna go you, damn is it really such a huge expense the, tax the taxation rate
0: c- is so massive now like why can't they fucking do that well yeah but if they're dumping into the lakes and the oceans now and you're paying high taxes, would you be willing to pay higher taxes knowing it's going somewhere safer? That's a, that's not the question you want to ask. The question is,
1: we're paying this much high taxes, yep. why the fuck isn't it being built? New York City did it.
2: That is one of the wealthiest cities in the world.
1: How hard is it to turn some fucking sewage into manure? People are looking manure. for fill everywhere.
2: Well, it'll be easier in a city because you've got the volume, right?
1: I think a great art installation would be, you know, you can go out in a pier and then have about 20 outhouses where there's just a hole in the pier and you could actually just take a shit right in the lake well that's basically what they're doing you should do that because nobody knows
2: do the art installation raw
1: sewage getting dumped everywhere and people think uh, oh for some reason that's not happening
0: since we're talking about shit (laughs) here's a headline for you cyclist defecates throws own poop at woman after vehicle collision in bc Um, how did he
2: to poo! On mm. demand!
0: Like. A video showing a cyclist defecating in the street and throwing his feces at a woman in a locked car has police on the lookout. Apparently this person in the car hit or almost hit this cyclist and the cyclist dropped shorts and took a shit and threw it at the car. Well, it's the, interesting because well, well. you don't know a lot about it but
1: <laughs> if she almost hit him in it, it was, is it a guy or a girl? No, the cyclist is a guy. The woman was in the car. If it was a really close call with the cyclist, oh. if it's close enough and freaked him <laughs> out... <laughs> the woman was unharmed. No, but what I'm saying
0: is, he probably had to take a shit. The
2: adrenaline.
0: Because it freaked him out so oh, bad. I've got a question. So, in the last little while, we have had a, a yeah. Tim Horton shit event. Yeah. We've now had a traffic shit event. I want to know how these people are able to shit on site. If you almost died on a bicycle and
1: you
2: I may, get that one. you
0: may just have to take your shit right on the spot.
2: And we talked about the Tim Hortons one because she obviously really needed obviously to
0: go. She obviously really needed to go. Alright, so fine. <laughs> Let, okay, I'm gonna give this to you, okay? But now explain this one to me. Yeah. Picking it up and throwing it.
2: Yeah, I mean that's that's next level. That's
0: she was out she was unharmed.
2: And he was too, so that's I mean, essentially it's a it's a happy ending.
0: It is essentially happy ending. She had her windows up. You, you want to really think that she scared the shit out of him, but why did she really did? Well, the, ter- the phrase scared the shit out of people. Like, you know, that's a real phrase. That, that <laughs> happens. <laughs> I, I have never had the shit scared out of me. This is the problem. We cannot make it okay for citizens to think they can just chuck their poo around.
2: No one thinks it's be- okay to throw their poo around.
0: I don't know. They're progressing. Can- there will be, there'll be three
1: poo flingers next week. We
2: can cover it on our show. <laughs> it's a wave of up.
1: poo flinging. I think it's something we should keep a close eye on. It's a poo wave. Well, you know, I think they're hitting levels of, uh, you know. Mental illness? Perhaps frustration. And they feel they have no recourse other than to fling poop. Hmm. Oh, I mean it's getting pretty sad out there. But I got a new business. What? We need to make pooprellas.
0: <laughs> Do you know how much I love Google? <laughs>
2: did you just Google Poobrella?
0: No. Eight news stories about poop. Oh, <laughs> uh, there you go. See Google knows you like poop now. Well
2: there was a Gerard Depardieu story.
0: Gerard just pee. He didn't actually poo on the plane. Yeah.
2: And pee is fine?
0: No, no, no. No, no, no. We're not justifying pee, but you can't throw pee.
2: You can really point pee as <laughs>
1: <laughs> No, but the way the first story came out with Gerard on the plane, yeah. yes. it, it
0: it sounded wow. like he sat he squatted down and <laughs> took a poop right on the plane. Yes. Okay, anything else going on?
2: Everyone should watch Mission Impossible Fallout.
0: Mission Impossible Fallout, yeah.
2: Simon Pegg made that franchise.
0: Oh, I started watching the Netflix show about
1: tanks. Oh, it's exciting, Darren.
2: Oh, is it one of your historical wartime dramas?
1: I do like watching documentaries about the world wars and such.
0: I, I, I heartily recommend it to people. No. It's very informative. I was reading it the producer of uh, Jack Reacher came out and apologized for having Tom Cruise as Jack Reacher. Because I guess in the book, Jack Reacher is a big, ominous character. And uh, a lot of the people complained. People bitching about shit that they should be bitching about. Well, kind of. Well, yeah, Well, Jack Reacher, who cares, right?
2: Well, people do.
0: Like, you come up with a book, you write a book, people read the books, come up with a movie and the character is completely different. Tom Cruise is 5'7". He couldn't fight his way to a wet paper bag in real life, like... He
2: could in Mission Impossible, he's really
0: cool. Well, they make him look really cool. He stands on a lot of elevated platforms, like... I can't believe the guy's actually apologizing to people about that. Eh, I felt he needed to apologize, he didn't apologize to me, but he felt he needed to apologize to the fans. The new <laughs> Mission Impossible, everybody I'm, check it I'm out. I'm
2: currently watching Life in Pieces, which I love, but that may be more for the, our girly audience. I
0: watched some Life in Pieces. With Carrie, of course. Sure, you probably just cuddle and up there. I binge watch it myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of those shows that That's really great. tries to play on your, your heartstrings.
2: Life in Pieces? It's yeah. a comedy.
0: He's probably talking oh. about something really Yeah,
2: different. no, we're not talking about the same thing. Yeah, I've watched
0: Life in Pieces. The guy and the woman and they got one kid and there's another guy and... What the hell are you talking about, oh, man? Vince
2: hasn't seen Life
0: in Pieces. <laughs> you so full I honestly have seen Life in Pieces. You can ask Carrie. We've watched it together. Fall asleep a lot. <laughs> So you fall asleep to what life of pieces while your wife watches it. Well, okay, maybe. Yeah, yeah, all right. There you go. All right. Okay, well, uh, thanks everybody for coming out this week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bitcoin Roundtable.
2: Random musings and interviews about Bitcoin.